Do you feel like you have your own gifts and you want to explore and expand them? How many times do you have dreams that just come true or you will simply know something? Well, guess what? You can expand and develop your gifts today. Go to ColbyRebel.com and visit my classes. I have e-courses that you can watch and learn in the comfort of your home. Everything from intuition, psychic, to even connecting to loved ones on the other side. So visit ColbyRebel.com and start developing your gifts today. Sometimes I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Oh, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Colby Rebel Show. I am your host, Colby Rebel where tonight we have a very, very special night in store for you. So I hope you are all doing well and getting settled in and really ready for a really fun night of intuition and manifestation. This is a really, really special, special episode that I am just beyond excited to share with you. Uh, just before we get started, Please know I am beyond thrilled that on March 2nd, I have an event with the one and only Lisa Williams. Here we go. Connecting to your loved ones. This is March 2nd. It is online. The tickets, you guys, are absolutely going quickly, as you can imagine. So if you want to join us, please grab your ticket. You know, Lisa and I have so much fun working together. She's an absolute legend in this industry, a good friend of mine. And so we are just so excited to come together for this episode on March 2nd. So let's talk about tonight. So tonight is just kind of this really cool, special night for me in a way. I met our guest. Actually, it's been quite a few years now, which is just crazy to think. And there's just people you meet and, and you know that there's a bond and you know that there, you just see that kind of purpose in someone and that the universe is really gravitating towards them. And that's certainly the feeling I've had. So we've really uh, actually have kind of gone, done a lot of work together just interchangeably. And he has been a guest on the show before. But what is just so fantastic, this guy is, is a, a true visionary. So, you know, when we say that in all senses of the word, he really has this incredible understanding of the universe and energy. And, and from just such a pure standpoint, I've given him a reading before and I've done it on air and it's always been really fun, but now we're really like seeing things happening. So. He has written a book and it's revolutionary. And I'm really not going to go into it too much because I, I want to hear from him and I want him to share it. But it is just this unbelievable idea. And 
you can tell it's truly downloaded in, in the true sense of the word. He had this idea to create this positive head and just even the premise of that alone and to see it explode. So, you know, there's just so much to talk about and go into. And I really, really want to welcome my friend, the visionary, Brandon Beecham. Oh, hello, hello, Brandon. How are you? So good. So good. It's, uh, I think last time we did this, I was in studio with you a few years back, probably. And then last, yeah, the last time I saw you was when we were filming for Optimistic here uh, at the Mystic Manor. And now here we are in these, you know, emerging from the COVID chrysalis, as I put it, but everyone is doing everything remote and it's, it's kind of convenient at least, right? Oh yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's been really you know, uh, a creative time. It's been this like kind of time to go inward, uh, definitely, right? But this is just is just so fascinating because you you've had such a evolution or revolution over the the last few years. So if you don't mind, you know, we we've, we've got some regular listeners. I'm sure we've got some of yours, but we we probably have some new people. Uh, who want to get to know you. So if you don't mind, let's let's just kind of take it back. Let's take it back to our first dance and let's talk about Positive Head and and where that started and what that is and how it's grown. And then we're, we're going to go from there and then we're going to we're going to jump into this book. Fair enough. So I will uh, keep this as concise as possible. I, I grew up on the East Coast. I'm currently located um, near Colby in, in the Los Angeles area. I grew up on the East Coast and, you know, very conservative Christian household. And I had an experience with an, a, a psychic intuitive um, in college that just blew my mind, uh, you know, having been raised with these very limiting kind of beliefs uh, and then seeing someone who claimed to be able to do some of these things with her intuition and psychic ability it just opened me completely. And so I started exploring anything that I could find as far as, um, you know, books and things. And that really was uh, the, the, the turning point for me where I started to, you know, really absorb all this information, having it, some experiences myself that were, were, you know, sort of shaking my uh, perspective on the ultimate nature of reality. And as I sort of read some of these books and explored some of the, this information, it, it became, I, I can only assume, Colby, it was, you know, due to my dharmic path, what I'm meant to do, you know, what I'm doing now, um, that I, you know, it just became like such a light bulb for me. I'm like seeing some of these perspectives sh shared in regards to the oneness of all things and, you know, our, our, our place in, in the universe. And it was just like, Duh, of course it's structured this way. Oh, wow, it's so apparent. How is everyone not seeing this? And so I would go and talk to anyone who would listen until their ears would bleed and they would either think, okay, he's crazy or that's interesting and go about their daily life. You know, at that time, there wasn't a lot of people who were talking about the stuff, at least, you know, that, that I knew, right? And so, um, you know, I, I basically, uh, you know, from there, would just would just been a long time 
playing with some of these concepts and and sort of learning. It's one thing to understand that we're all one, it's all connected, and everything's a reflection of you in some way, shape, or form, theoretically. And it's another thing to apply it to your life and actually you know, get, get it down where you're learning how to navigate your reality from this vantage point. And so that really was a lot of years and in, in, in an ongoing process. I think we're constantly being refined by the universe to become the next greatest and greatest version of ourselves. And so I spent a long time just really exploring these, these concepts and uh, talking to anyone who would listen about them. And ultimately, you know, some of my interesting things that I was able to manifest. Okay. I'm one with source. You know, I'm an extension of the creator, the creator and created rolled into one. And of course everyone else's as well. And I got to the point where I really wanted to manifest a, lo a lot more financial abundance in my world. And okay, I can do this. It's, you know, I, I'm worthy. I, it is an extension of me. I can, I can call this in. I can be it to see it vibrationally. And I was able to, uh, I started a company on my friend's couch, essentially at the time, and it went on to be an Inc. 500 fastest growing private company in the U.S. And, you know, uh, that was the first time I had had some real success. Because I always say you can share philosophies and perspectives all day long, which I, I do uh, on the Positive Head podcast on other shows like this one. And But what are the results that they get you? You know, those speak the loudest. So when I was able to see, oh, wow, I just manifested what one in 10,000 entrepreneurs is ab able to achieve, um, it, you know, okay, I'm getting some validation that my perspectives are indeed correct and in alignment. So that was sort of the first big win that I had with applying the, these perspectives. But and, and it was a great journey as an entrepreneur. Uh, I've always I've been a serial entrepreneur my whole life. And uh, however, it wasn't really filling that part of myself that was longing to talk about these topics and and helping others to shift their perspectives to create more of what they want to see in their world. So um, so that's when I set out and created the Positive Head podcast in 2015. Yeah, and but that that Positive Head podcast just exploded. I mean, I think you came in at a time where people were craving something yeah. more. They were craving something beyond this nine to five and the grind and, you know, this constant pressure of this is how you do it. And, yep. and I feel like it really spoke to just literally, I mean, you can tell just thousands of people and, you know, you really, I mean, you know, everybody listening, Brandon is, is unbelievably humble, but you, you need to know like, like this guru, right? Like his, uh, the, the followers just, they love him. And, and it's because Brandon, you just seem to have this powerful message and that message you can tell, like it doesn't come from you. You can tell, like you download what you deliver. Do you acknowledge that? Do you, did you always feel that way or do you really understand it now? Or tell us about how is it on your side being, being that guy? That's a great question. And you're so flattering. I, I really appreciate all that. I always say we teach best what we most need to learn. And I, my aim is with everyone who is a follower, fan, friend, uh, supporter, is I think w why it really resonates is because I am coming from a genuine place of, yes, I am one with the source consciousness that creates and animates all things. I am that incredible and powerful. 
and so are you. You know, uh, it's the same thing all the great masters taught. Jesus, I and the Father are one. You will do greater things than I. It's the same message now. And so, you know, what what happens with this stuff, I believe, is um, I, I represent a certain flavor of bringing this forward. You represent a certain flavor of bringing it forward. We all have, you know, so for, for some people, they're going to really resonate with my way of, you know, energetically packaging this information. And, you know, I, I view us as all part of the one, you know, if you, you think of source as an infinite tree that stretches infinitely in all directions, yet there is going to be a branch with two leaves next to it, you know, flapping in the winds of eternity. And so someone that's resonating with me and my certain frequency and vibration, vibrational offering of this, this information, it's because we're close relatives. You know, it's like we're closer connected perhaps than it's like my two fingers are, you could argue are closer connected than they are to the toe. However, it's still part of the same organism in, 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 at some level. So um, that's really how I view it. So there's certainly been people who have really resonated with my message and the way I, I bring it. And that feels so good and really fuels my fire to continue this. Um, to, to answer the other part of, you know, your question, how, very early on, it became you know, you understand as someone who's got all the clairs, as, as my <laughs> friend Mike puts it, all the clairs, you know, um, and uh, I'm really into eclairs. But the other the other clair that I'm into, I, I think is claircognizance, that clear knowing. That's right. You know, and it's just like I started reading this stuff and I and I believe it was this was my dharmic path from the beginning. So as soon as I start tapping into this information that my soul is infinite, in, you know, intimately familiar with, it's like, oh yeah, I, you know, I, I remember this. And it's one of the things that I always say to people when I'm, when I'm talking about this stuff is like, I can't teach you anything you don't already know. It's a matter of helping you remember that which you have forgotten. We all have amnesia in 3D. It's part of the, the thing that we signed up for. And my remembering, I think, just triggered particularly clearly based off of my dharmic path. You know, it's like, we can all do lots of things, but we have certain trajectories. You know, I could, most likely there's not too many timelines. I doubtful that Brandon Beecham goes on to be the center of the Los Angeles Lakers, right? Um, <laughs> or Kobe Bryant came <laughs> to play that role in some way, shape or form. There may be variation there. Well, I came to play this role. So it came very natural. The remembering became very intense for me. And then I would apply the perspectives and get incredible results and synchronicities and magic. And, you know, and so here we are and I'm just doing what I set out to do pre pre physical incarnation, I believe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's amazing, though. And uh, your work is not done yet. I also want everyone who's watching this to look in the comments. You will see I put a code in the comments. I want you to pay attention to that code as we start to. Talk to Brandon about this big, big news. So here's what's amazing, Brandon. You wrote a book, a, a very powerful book, and it's called The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Your Infinite Abundance. So what I want you to do, please tell us about the book. Tell us what inspired you. I want to know everything. All right. Well, everything it is. I'll try and make it as concise as possible, but no promises. Um, so uh, 
Positive Head, I started in 2015 and it, you know, almost 1400 episodes as of this point with the help of my uh, lovely co-hostess, Dr. Erica Middlemiss, who does a couple episodes a week um, for the last few years. But uh, about two years ago, I set out to expand from an audio only podcast to a video production, late night style uh, variety talk show with live music, live interviews, which Colby, you participated in. We've yet to release that. But, um, uh, you know, uh, retreat guests that would spend a week at, you know, my property, the Mystic Manor, and then be a part of the, the live taping and a, a live studio audience. And so I set out to do that and expand from, you know, Positive Head into this, this next, next level evolution, if you will, as a show. And we filmed from July 2019 up until COVID. And then the day we were going to release the first episode, and I did everything sort of without raising money on it, you know, really being the the ultimate juggling entrepreneur that I've always been to to pull it all off. It's a lot uh, to put together, as you know, um, Colby. Yes. And so I got to the point where I was ready to start releasing episodes. And the day we went to release the first episode, uh, LA went into lockdown the next day. <laughs> and so you know, the whole world's talking about COVID. Here I have this new show that I want to release. And we've had some challenges up to that point. Um, then then it looks like we're going to get added to Amazon's lineup. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to halt releasing the, the 17 or so episodes that I've recorded. COVID anyway, things are wild. Uh, you know, I was sort of funding the, the, the huge communal property that I have where I would also film via retreats. Now we can't do retreats let me pause, reassess, let's deal with the COVID chrysalis we're plunging into collectively. And um, so that's what I did. And it, it, for many months, maybe four or five months, it looked like, we, you know, we thought we were going to be added onto Amazon's roster of shows. And then out of nowhere, uh, they came and said, "Never mind, not happening, not going to put you on. Of course, you know, practicing what I teach. Okay. Why is this happening for me? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, that's always the question, right? That's the best question you can ask yourself when you shift to understand that life is always happening for you, not to you. It's the, it's the ultimate game changer. And so, okay, this isn't what I planned when I set out to do. Uh, this show is called optimistic, by the way, uh, spelled like M Y S T I C like mystical. Um, okay. I've released a few episodes, paused everything COVID. Now, all of a sudden, cut free. I'm back to self-releasing again. However, to pay for all the production and, and everything that goes into it, I was doing retreats that are no longer an option because COVID, no one's doing that sort of thing. How do I, what do I do to sort of continue to make it feasible um, for the show to, um, you know, carry on? And so I had August, first of August, first week in August, I had a dream and it was this whole concept for, okay, if I'm, if I'm no longer on Amazon, one of the upsides of that is I can, I can promote something that's of my own, you know, and that will perhaps even uh, create, you know, financial resources to keep paying for future episodes of Optimistic. And uh, I can't do retreats anymore, but what else would it be? This idea for a book came to me and it, um, it came in a dream. And not only was it, you know, as you know, with me, Colby, I, I sort of pride myself for better or for worse on doing things 
to the beat of my own drum yeah. and differently. And so I'm like, I don't want to just do things the same old way everyone else does. And so how can I, what can be unique? My own flavor on this. And this idea for the book was create it, gift it to people, allow others to gift it. Because I believe the book is the eight keys to abundance. And it's, it's, the abundance that is our birthright, the quintessence of our being, as I say, the essence of the essence. And I think sharing that information is the quickest way to help wake our planet up and, yeah. and save our planet. So, you know, Maharishi, the, the father of transcendental meditation said, if 1% of the popul population um, understands uh, mindfulness and makes, bring, you know, sort of shifts their perspective, we can shift the collective. And so I want to do this by sharing the book. I don't want to just sell it, which is the normal way. No, no, Nothing wrong with that. I want to. I want to gift it, and I want to empower others to gift it as well, and then invite people. And in the dream, what I was shown is then I could also have a gamified at the end of the book. Let's put. Let's get. Let's see. Let's apply these eight keys perspectives to our life. Let's do a an abundance manifestation game. You know, practice together collectively, and see what kind of results we get. Set your intentions of what you want to. What type of abundance you want to manifest, and you actually can pay for the book after reading it as part of that game. You know, you put in a financial contribution of your choice and that's sort of your seed that you're planting to sprout into greater abundance with this game. And then on top of that, sharing that 50% of that with all the people who are playing along. So it's sort of like, it's a book about manifesting abundance and it's also practicing what I preach, you know, walking the talk by sharing half of anything that comes through and the site is goldenkey.gift with with the people who are participating so i had that you know come to me in a dream i went to go look oh the golden key is a great name for this i searched the first thing i find is in 1931 father of you know sort of new thought movement kind of merging bridging the gap between Christianity and some of the concepts we're talking about in, in spirituality, uh, back in 1931, wrote a pamphlet called The Golden Key. And, and, and in it, he, he was saying, you know, in the little description on Amazon, it was like, I dare you to just try it and see for yourself, which is exactly what kind of came to me in the dream, right? Like this gamified feeling. So I instantly got chills and, and it just led to a series of synchronicities that, you know, I have a lot of that sort of stuff. And it was, I went to my friend to ask him to do the cover art. And I was afraid because of his lengthy artistic process, it would take him a year or something. He's a, you know, fine visionary artist, you know, one of the best in the world. And, you know, I'm like, I don't know if he'd have time because I need this book out, you know, before <laughs> two years from now. I went to him to ask him about, hey, would you be open to doing the cover art? I, I tell him I had this dream. The golden key is what the cover would be, a, a golden key, yada, yeah. yada. He's like, okay, you done? He's like, now let me tell you about my dream I had two months ago. I was at your house. I was at. I was at your property, the Mystic Manor. I was hunting for the key to everything. And he went on, broke out his dream journal, read this 10 minute, you know, entry from months earlier. And he, so he said, to answer your question, will I create the cover art? I dreamed about the key to everything months ago at your property. And as a result, I was so inspired. I've already started it. <laughs> Here's the first draft. And so it was just- Wow, like, oh, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was cool. And, and, you know, Colby, there's been like, so many of those little things. Emmett Fox, I look up another one of his books. Someone tells me I need to read. He it was published on my birthday. I have all this birthday synchronicity. It's been on and on and on and on. So that's sort of the Cliff Notes version of how I let, you know, how the universe took me on a, you know, we always think we're going to go from A to 
B like this. And really it's like a zigzag getting to where you want to go. So, you know, uh, I wasn't planning on it, but it's like, had Amazon added optimistic, would I have even written this book? No, yeah. you know, and now I'm so grateful that things played out, you know, the way they did, because it led to me, led me to where I was supposed to really go next. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a fantastic story. And it's hard because, you know, the story kind of comes from disappointment, mm -hmm. right? It's disappointing. You know, it's yep. you get this idea and you really think it's moving forward and then they hit the brakes. But, you know, we just got to trust the universe, right? That that this needed That's to happen first. Keys. And OK, there we go. So let's, <laughs> you know, mystery. speaking of the keys, let's talk about these keys. You got the seventh key and then the golden key. Just briefly, like, you know, if it's a book about abundance and manifestation, what are some of these keys and, and maybe share them with the listeners? Sure. Well, you just touched on one of them, trust the mystery. And um, yeah, so, you know, I start the book out saying, of course, it's called the golden key, modern alchemy to unlock infinite abundance. And I started out by saying, look, you may think by the title of this book, a lot of times we equate abundance with wealth, financial wealth, particularly, right? Mm -hmm. So you may think this book is going to, you know, give you tips on how to invest in cryptocurrency or switch to Geico and save $300 a year or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's not about that at all. It's actually, you know, what I'm such a, a proponent of doing with any situation is let's cut through all this, the fluff and surface stuff. What's the foundation of what we're talking about? And so for me personally, I found you know, the, the way that I've created all the abundance in my life, uh, impeccable health, you know, I've told the story, I don't believe in getting sick all of my life. And I'm not going to say I've never been sick, but, you know, a handful of times, never been in a hospital since the day I was born. And, um, you know, and, and, and incredible relationships, more magic each year than the year before. And that's abundance, right? Um, uh, so, Yes, monetary abundance is one of those things as well. It's another form of it. Um, so, uh, but it's it's not the only one. So I wanted to get with this book to what is the core of abundance? And where, where I believe the core of abundance comes from understanding the nature of the situation in which you find yourself as a human being. So you're playing, essentially, you're in a game, uh, you know, the, the, this life is 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 a game that your soul has created we even know you know i go into a lot of the quantum physics around it like this microphone i'm talking into it's actually the particles that make it up you know the atoms are 99.99999999 percent space they're not solid at all it's actually vibrations of energy actually everything is vibrational in nature so once you start understanding okay what what is going on here well, you know, the, the, the core thing that I, I, I start, the first key is see the oneness, mm -hmm. understanding that everywhere you go, you're there waiting for yourself. It's, there is no out there, out there. It's you reflecting you back to you. And once you start playing, I always say, don't take my word on any of these concepts, especially if they're new to you and they're like, wow, this is really out there to me based off what I've known up to this point. Just be open enough to explore the perspectives, try them on and see for yourself what kind of results you get. Because once you start broadening your perspective on who and what you are, and even just playing, you know, I, I think when we close our minds, you know, it's like our minds are like a parachute. It, it, it only functions when they're open. And if we close our minds to 
um, you know, new ideas that we haven't been introduced to before. Well, we're, we're sort of stagnant now. You cut off the possibility. I think the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. So I, I really gently am leading people down the road of, okay, let, you're actually one with the source consciousness that creates and animates all, all things. The, the separation between you, you know, me and everyone listening to the show is actually an elaborate illusion. It's a hologram. We're in a light show. And sci- what's interesting is science is really starting to support this now with like simulation uh, argument and the, 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 the idea that we're in a simulation. And you have people like Elon Musk saying, hey, it's one in a billion chance this isn't you know, a simulation. Uh, and so it's, it's really interesting because you're seeing science and spirituality do a dance now that we've never have before. So I just kind of gently take people down that road and painting the perspectives that I've adopted that have led to a, abundance in many forms in my own life and have sort of proven themselves to me by the fruit that they bear. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, that's kind of what, and, and I try and do it as concisely as possible. It's about a three hour read. So I, I wanted to make something that wasn't, you know, too crazy, daunting, you know, yes, this thick. So. yes. And, and if someone is struggling, so let's say, is there anything that you address where let's say someone wants a relationship, they're, they're ready for love, but it, it's like kind of for them not coming in and they're saying, but Brandon, I'm manifesting, I'm working on my manifestation. So mm-hmm. what is your advice or your guidance to that, that you mm-hmm. could, you can share? That's a great question. And one that almost everyone has faced is facing will face. And so I, I believe the, the art of manifestation is the next great art form on our planet. And it is, it is that it is, it is an art form. We're doing a dance with our higher self. So you have so many factors at play with, um, with creating what we want to see in the world. And so, you know, like you, we've heard a lot about law of attraction over the last 10 or so years, and that can be really get a bad rap, especially when someone says, Oh, all I do is sit back and visualize it. And it appears. Um, I think a lot of times people are leaving out the keyword in attraction, law of attraction, action. And there's, I equate it in the book to think of it like a stew that you're cooking up with what it is you're, you're setting out to manifest. There's a lot of factors at play. There's what is your current manifestation? What what are you currently believing? What Mm -hmm. vibration are you resonating with? When I created that Inc 500 company I referenced earlier, I was on my friend's couch, but I really felt and believed energetically like I deserved you know, some, something, a a lot of abundance, financial abundance and success in that way. And as a result, it, it, in this case, it, it reflected back to me. However, what's happening whenever we're trying to attract anything into our life, it's really a little bit more complex because you have, what was your, what is your vibrational offering now? What, What are you feeling, thinking, doing, acting to, to create it now? What, what did you feel, think, offer vibrationally last week? or last month, or last year, or what about your last lifetime? (laughs) So you start getting into these more, you know, this idea that, okay, I'm actually a a multidimensional eternal being that has been created. This is one part of the story of the soul. This is the soul that has a, it's a, it's a longer story, a longer narrative that's currently in the Brandon Beecham phase of that story. And so the energies of these past and future, I mean, yeah, past and future versions of self are actually playing in to affect what appears now. So uh, a guy that I had on my podcast a few times, uh, Derek Rydall, who I really 
appreciate his perspective on this. He talks about uh, the law of emergence and the law of emergence. He says, look, it's, it's actually within you. You're, you're, you know, Rumi said it as well. He said, you're not the, you know, drop separate from the ocean, the oceans and the drop, right? So all of source, God, the universe, higher self, whatever you want to call it, it's within you. It, just like in the way he puts it, even with the law of emergence, just like in an acorn, the oak tree is in there, in potential. But if a kid, a, a little boy picks up the acorn and puts it on a shelf in his bedroom, it's never going to become an oak tree because the right conditions aren't present for it to, to reach its full potential. We're just like that. You are a, a, a little acorn that when the right conditions are created, it can blossom into what it is meant to be, but there's no guarantee that that's going to happen because there's all these factors at play. So all you can do is know that it's not if, but when, because you're an eternal being. And, and it, it, I always say, you know, a lot of people will say expectation is the enemy, you know, don't have expectations. I don't agree with that. I believe expectations are, are, are wonderful and needed and necessary, balanced with a healthy sense of detachment. Yeah. Because the reality is, if you're one with source, you, it's it's all within you. Now, you don't need anything. You know, a, a divine being doesn't grovel or beg or really, it's all about finding, you you know, creating peace with whatever is because you actually trust it's exactly what you need, you know, to get to the next greatest and greatest version of yourself. I could have cried myself to sleep about COVID hit and the show I put all this energy into and then, oh, Amazon, they led me on for five months and that disrupted the, the, the meager release I was already having because of other trials and tribulations. And no, it's like the question, why is this happening for me? I yeah. had an expectation and it's always this or something better, right? And yeah. so I just, I don't need to see it all. I just need to keep holding the vibration of, you know, where I want to go. And in trust that it's also doing a dance with my higher self who has planned, sees the chessboard in a way I never could. Yeah, exactly. And I think I really love the the acorn. If you take the acorn and put it in the bedroom, it's not going to become an oak tree because of the conditions. And I think sometimes people forget that, like, you know, they kind of want to strong arm it. Well, I'm wishing for it. But there is a part, too, where. It's it's a little tricky because you you do have the universe. So you have the universe that's working. But then you have to say to yourself, am I doing everything? So when we say, hey, the conditions aren't right or right there, you have to say, but am I at least doing everything within my my ability? So for instance, let's go back to this relationship. If someone isn't putting themselves out there and if they're not, let's say, trying a date, you know, if they're saying, no, I don't want to do a dating site. No, I don't want to do a blind date. No, I don't want to meet someone. No, I don't want to do this. I don't really like going out. It's, it's like, then you're not creating a condition at all. Like right. you're really closing it off. So there's such a balance. And then you have other people that say, I go out, I'm on online dating. I'm on four sites. I'm doing it. But at that point, it could be the timing or it could be some other condition unknown that that's really in the highest good. And it could be that the universe needs you to go through X, Y, Z experience, then that will shift your vibration to then be more in alignment with the partner they want to bring you. So That's there's right. so many factors that I think sometimes people, people don't consider. 
Now, what do you tell people that, you know, a lot of people, and we know here more than any time, I think in, in my, my personal history and, and possibly yours is there's a lot of, I would say maybe depression or just sadness. Uh, and, and some of that because of COVID, right? Like just feeling like you don't have a choice or feeling that the, the chips were stacked against you. So I know a lot and, and being, you know, that sheltering from that socialness that I, I really personally feel that we all need. Right. Yep. So people that have been experiencing that, so they may not be feeling the most optimistic or the most mm-hmm. positive. <laughs> What advice do you have for them? Like, how do they shift that so that then the book will work, right? Like, the, yeah. we need to kind of be right, in that right, state. Right. So what is your advice there? Great question. Uh, so the first thing I would say is if you're feeling depressed or a certain way, you know, it can get so tricky, Colby, and sticky because mm-hmm. people get start to get on this path and they 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 start walking this path. And then a lot of times things will, it's like, oh, he or she's ready to really understand who and what they are and their place in the universe. Now uh, all these blockages and things that have kind of been put aside come up to be released. And then that gets judged as something's wrong. I'm not getting it. And then I'm, I'm doing it r- poorly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a failure. And all those sorts of narratives is, you know, is being gentle with yourself as much self-love as you possibly can give yourself the better just to be here at all. You are, you know, as someone who talks to spirit, Colby, I think you probably agree with this. I've heard it said like those who choose to come into physicality are among the bravest and boldest (laughs) beings that exist. They're like, wow, you're, you know, they're so bold. You separated yourself from source, gave yourself complete amnesia to whom what you are stumbled around in the darkness so that you could just have the experience of remembering again. Wow. What an adventurer. And you are that. So just being here by virtue of you being here, you deserve some credit. And so going easy on yourself is the first thing. Like do not, if you can find your way to a perspective that's like, okay, I may not be everywhere that I'd like to be, but beating myself up about what I have or haven't done or accomplished is only going to hold you back. And it's based off of a, of a not, not truly understanding and trusting the process of your life. And if you can, a master is someone who embraces whatever shows up because they know it's exactly what they need to get, you know, to, to become the next greatest and grandest version of themselves. So what you resist persists, what you accept, you move through. So if you can stop resisting things that you, you, you don't, you're, you're not loving and just love yourself there, whatever arises, Matt Kahn says, uh, whatever arises, love that. And I absolutely love that. You know, that's one of the keys as well. You know, love what comes essentially the same thing, whatever it is, learn to love it. And so when you can, when you can get into a perspective of that, now you can say, okay, this is here and I may not like it. It may, I mean, it may not make me joyous and happy, but I can be at peace with it. You can always find yourself to a place of being at peace and knowing this too shall pass. That's if you don't like it, well, guess what? Good news. It's definitely going to pass. Inevitable. That's one thing. The only thing guaranteed is change. So 
just, you know, you've always survived and made it through anything up to this point, and you will continue. A billion Earth years from now, you'll be in some experience yeah. dealing with what is. <laughs> yeah. And that's really the, the thing to settle into because that didn't go in a way. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. you know, right? So I'll add one more thing too. So, you know, I talk about the COVID chrysalis in the book and also how I compare uh, metaphorically our evolution to that of the caterpillar to the butterfly. And one of the things that I say is, you know, just before the cat, just when the caterpillar thought their world was over, it became a butterfly. And so for you to become that butterfly that you're destined to become, you're going to go through some metamorphosis and yeah. things that look really messy from certain snapshots, certain moments, like that depression, that hardship, that pain, all of that is a part of this inevitability of you becoming the better butterfly, which is essentially what you are at its core. Yeah. And that's a, that's a really great point. And I think people also understand, you know, we're meant to have these life experiences because that's how we evolve. That's how we grow. And, you know, what's interesting too, going back to the manifestation is, you know, there's that quote, luck is nothing more than opportunity meets preparedness, right? And yeah. so there is that sense where luck is that universe and preparedness is what can I do? Where can I show up? And yep. I think what's important is, you know, when we can show up, like work past your fear, break down the blocks, really be open to learning and evolving. And if something's not working, why isn't it working? Does some, do I need to shift? Do I need to shift the mindset? Do I need to kind of shift what I'm doing? And I feel like when that's more in alignment, I feel like that's when you manifest more, right? Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Is you are the more, like I said earlier, the more, you know, the more you realize you don't know. And if you can approach it like a curious child, I mean, another, the one Bible quote that I will regularly quote is, um, lest you become like a child, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. So heaven is not this place. I don't think that you're going to go to one day. Once you get to eternity, you're in eternity. Now <laughs> time is an illusion. Science has proven that you shoot me in outer space at light speed, bring me back a day later. I'm a day older and you've been gone for 10 years or something. So it's you're, you're floating in eternity now. And if you can bring that curiosity and wonder to whatever trusting the mystery, you don't have it all figured out and you're not supposed to, you're playing a game. This is how God experiences herself throughout eternity. And there's breadcrumbs and you're getting the breadcrumbs. And up, you know what? If you can realize your triggers are your treasures, your challenges are blessings in disguise, whatever is showing up, you may not totally get it or have chosen it. But, you know, it's like the, is it the Rolling Stones? You can't always get what you want, but you'll get what you need. Yes. That's profound wisdom. Yeah, it is. Right. And okay. So I want to, I just want to kind of go back to the book again. So this book is free. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if you want a hard copy, you buy it. If you would like to download the audio or ebook, I am actually allowing uh, those who are supporters of what I'm doing here to give it away. And in this case, Colby, being the great friend and supporter that you are, yes. um, you have a, a code that you can gift to your, your, your so, people here and, and then they can download it. 
Yes. So the code for the listeners is REBEL, all capital letters, REBEL. That's your code. (laughs) Of course it is. Of course, right? And so this is, it's just so interesting. So I'm just curious though, when, again, we've, we've got the Amazon, but you know, how easy was the book? Like, did it just flow? It was, you know, my, my, my partner in time, as I refer to uh, Karen, who you predicted would be my partner <laughs> when I was like, I like rolled my eyes at you. Yes, at you did. Time. We had yes. started time. <laughs> now it's like the most healthy relationship I've ever had, a, you know, a couple of years later. Um, and she is a, a speech therapist just received, got her master's recently. So we were like, it was destined for us to work together because I am so verbose and she's so concise. And so she came together to help with the editing process and distill my perspective. So one of the things that she talks about is that writing, you know, as a speech expert, she's like, well, writing, you know, takes the most mental cognition of any form of communication. If you were to take our conversation here and put it on paper, it'll look disjointed and messy. However, with all the physical cues and inflection and things that I can use, you know, it's received well, right? However, you know this from having written multiple books yourself, writing is like a whole nother thing. And so it, you know, I did it in six months, so that's pretty quick. Um, But I spent, I really focused, you know, deep in the COVID chrysalis, like, you know, almost every day, starting my day for at least three hours or so. And then yeah. the last month or two, like 12 hour days. That's what I did. I mean, it, there are long, long days and I didn't get out of my jammies. And yep. the only thing I would do is maybe take a walk around the block. And most time that was in my jammies still. And it was taken and you know, but once you're done and you birth that book, it really is a beautiful, beautiful sense of of freedom around it. And we only have just a couple minutes left. This time has flown by, but I want to just kind of give a couple more predictions since we have had some predictions come to fruition. Yes. Let's just kind of do a little bit here. One, a couple of things that I keep getting. I 100% feel that like right now is getting targeting that optimistic show again, getting it right back out there because I feel like right now is like the time to get it back. And I really, really do feel that it will get picked up and it may not be on Amazon. I feel like it, it actually may be another avenue, but I really want to share with you that opportunity because I really, really, really do feel like it's coming back. And the other thing that I see, so I, I do think this is going to happen. And the other thing I see starting to happen is let's go into personal relationship. I know your favorite to, to talk about, you know, interesting enough. I just feel that this relationship you are in and we do talk about soul contracts and, and our twin flame and, and all these things that people throw around. And, and we can certainly say, oh, there's more than one. I, I do think that there can be more than one. But I do feel like then there's the lasting one. And I, I honestly feel like this relationship that you are in just really there, there just something feels very lasting around it, because I, I feel that she, you are constantly growing. I mean, constantly. And I feel like 
you know, very, very few people could actually keep up with that. The, the, their actual soul evolution as quickly as yours is. And I just feel like she is and can. And to the point where sometimes I feel like she surpasses you and then it challenges you to step up. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it keeps you interested. And I feel like there's a lot of love in it. And it's interesting because I feel like it's not necessarily traditional. It's not necessarily a traditional how we look at a relationship. But I also feel that that's very fulfilling for both of you. And it's like this weird thing of like not having labels, but yet your own definition of it. And maybe that's grander. So I do feel really strong around that. And then I feel like with this book, I, I get this idea that this book somehow, I think, transpires maybe even into a story or a video, almost like the secret where you get your people, you get certain people like The Secret did to kind of talk about components and elements. Mm. And, and I feel like somehow the story is also told that way. So I'm not sure if that's something mm. you've thought about at this point, or you just kind of getting off the, I just wrote a book wagon, but I do see a lot of that coming in. All of that is, it resonates. And actually with the book, I'm asking people who play the game that I share at the end to share video okay. about their experiences of manifestation, manifesting abundance, you know, by, by participating. So I'm really looking to make it interactive. And, um, I, I love the, the thought and the idea, as you know, video production is something, you know, with optimistic, I, I definitely one way or another intend to get back to it. And there is even some potential opportunity that's bubbled up through recent connection and, um, so, you know, when, now that the book is birthed, it's like uh, my plans are, okay, how do I get back to focusing energy there while promoting the book? Um, what you said about Karen, I mean, I've been dating 30 years and I've never had someone who's matched me yeah. in their, in their, you know, just, it's just like such a close vibrational match if, where they're just so smart and able to keep up. And if I, uh, so right the hard part is I want to share something, but like. She's probably watching or will she, watch. She's so open to, and, and we are unconventional in the fact that it's, it's non-traditional, that it's an open relationship. So, um, so that wouldn't be multi, very offensive if it's something in that realm. No, I think it's going to be something different, but is it okay if I share it? Anything. Am I going to? Yeah, she's so cool. I don't want to ruin anything though. No, don't ruin anything. Just okay. Feel. I feel like if there's not already kind of like a proposal. And I think it's a different way. I feel like it's something different, but it's like this own level of commitment. So it's this weird kind of commitment that you've made to one another. So does that make sense? Have you done that already? We or just is it moved in together? Okay. Okay. Got it. Like, okay. Oh, two weeks ago. Okay. Cause I feel like this is something that for you I don't know if you necessarily would have thought of this before. I don't think you would have thought to get to this place. And so again, this is where I feel like for you, it's this beautiful connection of knowing I can trust this person like on such a deep level. Yeah. It's so. really, yeah. It's gone to the point where we're, you know, she's, she, her own career, she just graduated uh, with her master's and it got pushed back to her start date 
where she's going to be working. And I'm so thankful because she's now working with me day to day on, you know, all the things to do with releasing the book. And uh, she's such an angel and so capable and so highly intelligent. And I'm just like, oh, thank God you didn't start working right out of school like this. uh, So it's been a super blessing. So we're really like living together, working together. It's wonderful. So intertwined. And there's a sense of, I want for you what you want for you. I'm I'm yes. so secure in, in what we have. Like if you want to share energy time space with someone else, you can do that. Yeah. And that feels really good. And we navigate that very gracefully. Not to say it can ever be challenging, but it's there and we, you know, yes. And an option. So it feels really good for, for me and my very unconventional way of approaching everything. So well, I love it. And you know, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm just so happy for you. you. You deserve the best. And oh, uh so congratulations much. on this book. Amazing. Uh The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Your Infinite Abundance. Uh again, everybody, the link is there. So you know, use the link or use the code REBEL. So get your you will free use that copy. At golden key dot gift. That, yeah. The rebel code. You'll have to put in a code to get it free. So. Golden. Right. So there we go. I will put this in the show notes as well. So if you are listening after the fact, uh, the sh- it will be in the show notes. So make sure you look at that. Brandon, I, I want to thank you. I love you so much. I am so happy Bye. for you. It's good to reconnect and come back together, especially to celebrate such a monumental step here on your journey and the path. And, and always you're there sharing with everyone. So thank you for this. This is incredible. And I'm wishing you all the best with it. Oh, you are such a beautiful reflection. And I am, yeah, I never, every time we connect, it's like, uh, I get to see my, now it's becoming, you know, friend of, of, of quite some time. And I just look forward to continuing our journey together and sharing and supporting one another. And yeah, there's a forthcoming optimistic episode that will be coming out with Colby at some point. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait. Well, thank you so much. And it has been good having you and everybody go grab this book. Thank you so much, Brandon. Thank you, Colby. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for listening to The Colby Rebel Show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at Psychic Rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit ColbyRebel.com.